from the Canadian Virgin Islands, it's the Vocal Minority Podcast. We're sorry. Prince Edward Island? I'm sorry. sorry. I swear this never happened. I'm sorry. I thought that's what it was called. Oh, that's okay. No, after you. It's Prince Edward in a can. Mm. We got a thousand of them up at Kingston. One of them's bound to be. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast. The podcast that loves us some drama, but worries about it hitting the new league quite this soon. On this week's show, we do indeed talk about a ton of CPL news and all that drama. League in crisis. (laughs) (laughs) Look at the goings on in MLS, such as they are. Celebrate a big Canadian men's national team win. Look ahead to this weekend's TFC match and more. Club in crisis. Just do you? That's fine. Hello. Club in case we weren't sure what that's supposed to sound like. (laughs) Wait, are you maligning our foley work? Because I totally would, because it was terrible, but still. Club in. Technically, they didn't win, so they're still shit. Go on. All right. The room. Uh, this week's panel. Uh, the editor is in. Welcome to Mark Hinckley. Hey, Ottawa. <laughs> Our purveyor of thought exercises. Say hello to Tony Walsh. I'm not a purveyor. The still vacationing You're Duncan perf- won't be joining us this week. <laughs> Apparently he's off being cultured or something. Mm. Well, he's Yogurt? watching transvestites sing and dance tonight. Robots so. in disguise. Uh, as for me... Basically, I'm just saying, fuck you, Doug Ford. I am your host, Kristen Knowles. And now to the show. There's always room for Scott Pay. Always. CPL caliente. These guys are so good. Muy. All right. Well, first up on the show is the CPL. Caliente. Ooh. <laughs> League in crisis. It's basically turned into like a telenovela already. Like that didn't take very long. He said, he said, they said. Yes. You know. Uh, so yeah, the other shoe has dropped. So not long after the news uh, that the Fury would not be joining. <laughs> I didn't the have team. a shoe to drop. <laughs> oh, boo. You gotta prepare your foley. Sorry, sorry. The shoes are all in the hallway. I'm a unionized um, foley. <laughs> I'm a Mick foley. Have a nice day. All right. I'm glad you guys got that. Oh, that was good. Um, Hi, Tej. Anyway, so right after the you know the news happened that the Fury would not be joining the CPL, uh, whispers about what was behind the decision and what the CPL thought was happening started to circulate. This is the Foley show. <laughs> all sound effects, all the time. Um, Making up for lack of Duncan. So according to the league, Hello. Uh, <laughs> they were basically willing to bend over backwards to get Ottawa... Into the league as a founding member. Sorry, you just power through. We'll make this work. Um, And let's be clear. Should the Fury join after this, they're going to have to pay an expansion fee. And they're going to get a smaller cut of the shared profits. Because the now seven founding clubs uh, don't have to pay a fee. They get a larger share being, you know, founding members. They're the original seven. Look over there. Found it. Um, 
the Fury made their announcement while the other seven teams were meeting in Toronto to, you know, finalize. Hey, everything's good. Here we go, guys. So, you know, a little bit of shots fired. Like, not only are we not showing up, but while you're having this big fancy meeting, we're going to announce that fuck you, basically. Um, and... Uh, the shots weren't that loud. I thought no. they were louder. Sorry. And then apparently... So... You know, because there's been a lot of back and forth, and we're going to talk about the commission's comments in a minute um, about why Ottawa made this decision, and oh, it's financial, and we don't know what the league is doing, and blah blah blah. But good sound effect. Uh, thank you. Uh, apparently, one of the main sort of influencers behind the scenes, and this has come to me from a couple of different people, and no, I'm not going to name my sources. So there, Duncan. <laughs> Yeah, oh. it's totally Duncan. Dunk he's so in, Duncan's so looped in on this shit, you have no idea. Um, that's why he's not on the show today, yeah. so he doesn't yeah. have to look me in the eye. He's pretend. been silenced. Exactly. Um, apparently, Julian de Guzman is the one that's been pushing for the team to stay out of the new league. Uh, Julian B, too. He's in on it as well. Oh. I know both of them. Um, and he's encouraging others to do the same, to stay away from the league. And has, apparently has been, like... A real negative uh, influence. Yes, that too. Um, but Ryan's in New Zealand, isn't he? Yeah. Um, anyway, so ne- that's... That's a negative Nederson. It's <laughs> mm. good. Um, you know, and that's, that's kind of worrisome that the guy who's in charge of this team, um, you know, is the one who's like saying... Fuck you guys. And, and again, I'm getting this from more than one person who are getting it from multiple sources on the inside. So I'm taking this with like the tiniest grain of salt. I believe there's actually probably a fair amount of truth to this. Well, I enjoy reporting rumor when they're this salacious. If it's, well, before we get sued yes. for everything we own, the Van Gogh goes first. Um, Stop trying to get rid of the Van Gogh. Sorry, JDJ likes what he likes. <laughs> he wants to hang it in the back of his Lambo. Look, you're right. We have no we have no actual proof. Right. So, if these rumors are are true, um, yeah, it's disappointing on mostly from the level of a Canadian former Canadian player. Yeah. And the development of a league where young Canadians will inevitably get jobs. That's that kind of sucks. I mean, his experience was different than a lot of the players not at his level he got to go over to Europe at yeah, a very young age and play for some really big clubs and he got to find one club over here was stupid enough to pay him two million dollars a year I mean really the only level he played at from of what many Canadian players go through as hit the last couple of years of his career in Ottawa yeah and even then he was you know player coach player you coach. know that's a much different situation than guys who have to struggle to just to be seen yeah so that's a disappointing thing that he's not quite getting the value if this is true if this is of, true. The, of the value of the league and and actively trying to undermine it by telling people not to be involved that's strange the whole thing is strange but the whole thing is very strange the, the strangest of the strange twists. so um sorry did you want to yeah kind of thanks time away thanks thanks Kristen. um first off first off if 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 Mr. De Guzman is actually telling people stay away, uh, must be nice to have a job. Uh, I think this goes back to a, last week's episode where we were t- discussing about contracts and people coming back. Like, if you've got more money, stay there. Like, if they're only going to offer you, like, if if the difference is making sixty thousand dollars in rural Belgium and making forty five thousand dollars in Halifax, is your homesickness worth fifteen grand a year? 
you know, if it's not, stay. Just stay. You've got a job. You've got a career. You're doing fine. Go. Like I met the girl in Genk. Yeah. Who hasn't? But uh, she's the gankiest. To the players who haven't got a job or who are playing PDL or don't aren't like they don't have a contract. Why would you tell? Like I, I, I suspect that that's not aimed at them. But a, like, what what promises are you giving? Is is Ottawa expanding their roster by sixty well, players? I don't think it's players necessarily. That that is sort of the intimation. I think it's more that other. Um, Potential owners or people who want to start a club, I think, is the is the sense that I got. I mm. don't. Again, this is all. Hmm. Despite his player wealth, I wouldn't expect him to be all that connected to potential owners of the CPL. But all right. Well, let me. Sorry. Yeah. No. That 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 was kind of like the whole stay away. I realized you, you know you can't say anything. Yeah. But at the same time, you were in talks for how long? And now's the time. It's. Uh, again, Three years. again, it's con- it's speculation that he's saying these things, but sure. But obviously, but what the Ottawa soured, side is. I mean, I I can figure out what what it could have been, but to Steve to what Rosario, you're about to reveal, Steve Rosario again. Oh, probably, probably. So, um, David Clanahan, you know, finally on Monday came out with a you know with a statement because he's the he's the league commish and or as I like to call it. News. Yes, exactly. Actual news. This is this is the bright side of this uh, this dramatic situation is that we got news. There's other stuff we're going to talk about, not just the Ottawa situation. It's kind of cool. But first, Ottawa. Um, so his, you know, this is a fairly lengthy statement, um, but we're just going to get past it. So as far as specific ownership group goes, we've had many discussions with the Fury and with uh, OSCG through the last three years. They were included in all the information and strategy over that time. Um, and as for them coming to the CPL, we were quite willing to adapt in a number of areas because we recognize that they're an existing team in the USL. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were prepared to accommodate them specifically around details like players, soccer operations, and player salaries, which are three of the things that the Fury said, oh, well, we didn't know what was going on and this was all going to change and we weren't going to be able to do this. Um, and he says, we actually offered to have them operate under the exact same circumstances as they do now. And we Which is feel crazy. like we presented a series of accommodations on a number of different things in order for Ottawa to feel confident about playing in the Canadian Premier League. It could have been the early years power team. They would have been the Preston North End. They of would the have been. I, that and I, could have been. They would have destroyed the rest I've of gone them. on record. I wanted this so bad. So much. I want like I wanted a giant this early yeah, just villain. so we could when they fall, it just becomes be that much so, more spectacular. Because so I mean delicious. that's yeah. that's that, that's that's footy culture. That's footy culture. Like everybody's seen everybody's team has been the down team, and when you knock off the big team, it's so satisfying. Oh, we could have railed against the fat cats in Capital City. I know, right? So before we get into, uh, let's do the first question. So is there, you know, having sort of, you know, there's their side and their side, you know, Fury side is very much like, oh, well, you know, we didn't have any information and our whole thing was going to get blown up. And the CPL is like, you had all the information and we were going to basically let you do whatever you want. Other than the fact that this is polarized a lot of Canadian soccer. and, And that's really unfortunate that there's so much fighting going on right now in terms of it wouldn't be canadian soccer well that's true but it would have been nice if for a while maybe that's what it was we've been all too a little happy shiny for a little too long um, have you seen the logos 
Yeah. <laughs> is there is there a right side in this situation? Is there a side to fall on? Well, we can only judge it based on the air quotes facts that were being given by yep. both sides. So it's, I mean, it's such two different stories. And yeah. It seems like neither is necessarily being 100% transparent. It could be for a number of reasons. Um, based on, let's base it on the Klanikan news, then you would say, yeah, Ottawa seems shifty. Yeah. It, it, it leans, the needle's leaning towards Ottawa being shifty to me. While last week I felt, oh, maybe they, you know, weren't getting the deal. Right, maybe and they we had... we talked about that extensively exactly, last week. Exactly, we about, did. About, yeah. yeah, how can this pro club be expected to drop down on so many levels? But it sounds like they were being offered many, you know, things to make that an easier transition. So, taking that at face value, then, yeah, Ottawa's closer to being in the wrong, I, yeah. I, I feel. It just looks very... But there, it, seems like there's, it seems like there's so much more going on behind the scenes yeah. with Ottawa. Like, what? what is, you know, there's rumors of them. Well, there's rumors that, and I'm not saying this is true. This yeah. is purely rumor and conjecture. I am um, not on the internet at all. Please that, tell. Um, They're going out with Kanye West. Exactly. Oh, fuck. Because the weekend doesn't care. Um, they, no, that they, um, that the OSEG wants the Fury to fold. They don't want to have yeah, a not, soccer team yeah, it's anymore. It's not a moneymaker. Yeah. And- um, but by canning it, it would affect maybe their exactly. But this red way, blacks, customers, I don't know. This way that they they sort of implode in the USL or uh, something we'll talk about in a minute. The CSA pulls their sanctioning and they're like, "Well, fuck you, then we're we're done." Um, there's also talk of a bit of a power struggle uh, that uh, they're trying to push. Um, what's his last name? Pug, Pew, 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 out. Puga, Puga. That's cool. Puga. Um, that's why Gaudi was the one who made the statement, not him, you know. So there's there's a couple different things that, you know, again, are total rumors about what might be happening with the OSEG that is affecting all of this. Interesting conspiracy. I know. Yeah. Canadian Ottawa soccer Fury, conspiracy. Club in conspiracy. <laughs> Minnesota. McMahon. Mm. Illuminati. As far as... See, I... I, I I can empathize with both sides in this, but where my feelings in this entire situation kind of lies is, for fuck's sakes, Ottawa! Like, like I'm, I'm so comfortable with a league that doesn't have Montreal, Toronto, Vancouver. It's weird. That should be antithesis. But fuck them. Uh, like, like that's my sincere, sincere attitude to, to the their lack of, and I mean. It, it's those owners particular, not the cities themselves. Yeah. But Ottawa had... Like, Except Gatineau. Okay. F you guys. That being said, I did like the conjecture that a but Gatineau that team showing up first and then an Ottawa team. It's like, that's that's the derby I would want more than anything. Like, it's got to be Hull FC. Come it's on. It's Hull City. That's the Giant Tigers. Yeah. Exactly. But like, as much as I, as much as I love the idea of going to... Mississauga for an away day. As much as I like the idea of Kitchener for a away day, St. Catharines for an away day. Like, I have no ill will towards Burlington, but goddamn, that would be amazing. Mm. Like, if you could literally cross the bridge and get to your other team, your other rival, sign me the fuck up. That's just, that's what I want. And that's what I, I think the league will flourish on those things once everybody gets their heads out of asses 
to allow it to happen. Yeah. I mean, Edmonton, Calgary is fun, one thing, but Edmonton, South Edmonton would be way better. But that's okay. North Edmonton is the best Edmonton. Uh, I've heard. I've heard. But my point is, is that is that I just wanted Ottawa to just come along for the ride. Like I can't. I find it hard to believe that the, the that the, the CanPL would be this dysfunctional that somebody this early is going. I don't know. They've spent so fucking long on setting this up. Perhaps there's a silver lining in this that perhaps that auto ownership group isn't the right group for yeah, CPL. And that that's that's it's very gonna, possible. It's gonna take a very certain type of patient investor to let this uh, league germinate before they're gonna start making any kind of serious well, money probably. But the other thing that's really and, and if sorry, if no, if, if Fury are leaning towards the way of cashing out, perhaps these aren't the best people with a long term view of uh you know yeah. of the league. I mean yeah, I don't know. Well and to that hard. end on what OES OSDG is trying to do, like if you go on Twitter, you go on social media, you go on the boards or whatever, there's a lot of Fury fans that are royally pissed off. Furious? Yes. They are indeed Yes, furious. thank you. I was about to interject. Um, and, you know, they've already had, they've already struggled with their attendance, um, and, and struggled with their performance as well. well so you, you can't blame them. What are they going to yeah. get excited about playing some USL team from, you know, exactly. Texas or they're not going to play Cincinnati anymore. Yeah. They're going, that was like the biggest, that was the big draw, right? was the Trillium cup. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so anyway, um, so to the, you know, maybe what. Either OSEG might want or sorry. Oh my God! Does this mean the Trillion Cup is now going to be competed between Toronto and Cincinnati? Yes. Fuck. (laughs) It cannot be killed. The only bright spot of Columbus moving was the death of that stupid trophy, and it's going to live on through expansion. (laughs) Fuck. Anyway, sorry. And Andrew Newman will present the first one. (laughs) I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Um. So what some people have called for. out of out of anger or what they think is maybe the right thing to do and what is maybe what the what OSEG wants to do should the CSA pull their sanctioning cuz they have that right I'm I'm not sure of the justification of it Yeah because you turn down a business venture changes your status from where you are a month ago A month ago they were there oh, and right now they're a sanctioned CSA club Yeah They made a business decision Sure, it's maybe not the best for Canadian soccer uh, environment in general, but, but it's did, a business decision. And does that qualify them for sanctioning them out of the league? But I don't did because they get my understanding is, and and people who know this better than I do that are listening, please correct me if I'm wrong. Is their sanctioning comes on a yearly basis? It's not a. You know, you're sanctioned. Well, to, I feel that would probably have a lot to do with them being an active club in an active league. Well, but also I think some of that has to do with playing in both NASL slash USL, um, especially NASL because there was so much for sure. There. But I don't, I don't see how their decision to. But I wonder if I'm just saying if, if they get if they have to sort of re up the sanctioning every year. Mm-hmm. So earlier this year, they're like, yes, Ottawa, you are sanctioned as an official team because the CSA has so much support. Um, 
to the CPL, whether the sanctioning, it wasn't necessarily conditional, but in the back of their heads, it was, we're sanctioning you because we know you're joining the CPL as opposed to we're sanctioning you because we think you're staying in USL for another year. If that was a condition of their sanctioning for a year. Oh, I don't think sure, it was. I, I, I think it was like an unspoken condition. I'm not, I'm, Again, I'm, I have no I'm idea. Unhappy. Please correct me if I'm wrong. I'm unhappy they're not joining CPL for like yeah. many of the reasons Mark said, but um, I don't. I don't see how you can say they're good enough to be a CSA sanctioned club in March and they're not now. The the only thing I can I speculate is that knowing that this was going to come to fruition, this league, that there may have been conditions put upon that sanctioning sure. that stated. Yes, we are going to look into joining this league, and and that's and, what I'm saying. Like, and, I don't and know. The, and the, something like they're changing the deal, and the CSA is like, no, we talked about this, and you agreed to it. Well, fair enough. That's a so yeah. like because uh, what a I can't I I find it strange that they would con, they would consider threatening pulling sanctioning now at this stage when they're still a club in a league that's functional and I don't know, makes money, but like. You know, it's established, it's been around, and this is the thing that's like, oh, well, you changed your mind in this. Well, six months later, ah, you're persona non grata. No, that's, there had to have been certain things that were spoken beforehand yeah. that's they've reneged on that was conditional to their sanctioning last year. That's the only thing I could figure, because that's, to me, that's not enough. It's like, well, you're still a pro team, you're still giving Canadian players a job being professional Footy, foot, foot, uh, footballers in Canada playing in an American league have at like really I like what's the harm in that there has to be more to it than just simply yeah. oh you changed your mind fuck you you're well, out like because that's how the CSA I, I don't have it in like front I'm of me you know what yeah it does. Uh, Lord Bob who I think most of our listeners or a lot of our listeners or at least our Canadian soccer listeners uh, probably follow um, he does still have a blog he wrote a really interesting piece that is pro CSA fucking slash their sanctioning. Um, and then Steven Sandor, uh, who we've mentioned a lot recently, who's been doing a fantastic job over the 11.ca, uh, wrote a couple of really interesting things around this as well. Um, so definitely worth giving those guys a read just to get a different take on this situation. I doubt the CSA will pull the sanctioning because Ottawa's ready to sue if they do. And they probably have a decent financial leg to stand, financial, a uh, legal leg to stand on. Well, they got a great Bales bondsman. Oh, yeah. True. He's standing at the ready in the Ferrari. <laughs> Lambo. Sorry. Well, I thought Ottawa, you know, a little lower key. No, no. He's you can't get much lower than Ottawa. Yeah. It's as low a key as you're going to get for a city. <laughs> Guy puts the sex in Sussex. <laughs> Um, all right, so now that Ottawa is no longer the eighth team um, to join the league, and we have seven founding clubs, but there's still talk of an eighth team coming on board um, in order to have eight teams start the start the year next year. Uh, who or where is this team going to be located? And I will tell you that the talk is that it's going to be likely somewhere in Ontario with either um, Kitchener, Waterloo, or London as the two most likely candidates. Do you think it's one of those? Or pick your fanciful other city. Go. I I tend to, when I, before you even said that, I tended to believe Ontario would be the likely location just to, oh, well, we were going to put one there. Yeah. Uh, and my thoughts were Kitchener-Waterloo, but not only based on, you know, activity that I see online mm -hmm. and stuff. Um, I think either of those, maybe London more so, I don't know the towns either very well. Um, 
they all they both seem like the kind of towns that CPL would be looking at. Mm-hmm. My preference, I think, would be to see a team in Quebec, just to add to the spread, the national spread, kind of preferably something suburban Montreal, Laval, something like that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, that I think that would be a prime Quebec City. Even that would be fantastic but if there's of course it comes down to if there is the right ownership and the right situation going on i'm i think it's a good move if they are close to being ready for pro team i doubt they they seem to be very careful on most things i don't think they push this through just for the sake of it um but if they were a club that was you know you're going to be ready to announce six months down the line mm-hmm. yeah whatever if they're weak for the first year no one's getting relegated anyway so yeah um, I'm I'm more concerned with, like, it's not like these clubs, I mean, they've had plenty of time to plan everything out, and I feel like those that haven't, who weren't in the first round, are at least well on their way to establishing their structure, getting all of their ducks in a row before they announce, and, and that's fine, but... Can you expedite that by 12 months this quickly? And there may be one or two, and that's fine, and that's great. I figure that there, I figure there has to be at least one. I don't know who. I can't even begin to guess. If I, my only guess would be uh, uh, the Saskatoon slash Regina team because the owner's been uh, stumping up money for the tryouts for anybody from Saskatchewan who wants to pay, which is awesome, which is amazing, and that's like, it's it's crazy that. I already have a second favorite team in this league, and they're not even in it yet. It's like, fuck, you guys are doing it right, and I respect you. Up the tune. Yeah, but I would rather them just have a seven-team league. I'd rather have seven stable teams than seven with an eight that, did they have enough time to get everything ready? And just because I've seen enough teams rush to get rush to exist and then implode. Yeah. Okay. So I that's my concern. Well, but that being said, to your other question... Um, I like Saskatoon. I like Quebec City. But if I had to, if I had to pick one, it's either I figure it's either going to be Saskatoon or it's going to be uh, uh, probably London. Or yeah, I think London. Like if if KW or London are the two choices, um, having spent my high school years and a lot of public school years in London playing soccer there and knowing, surprisingly, considering it is a big hockey city and with a university that has a huge football program in it. It's actually a really engaged soccer city. I was, I was very surprised at even back then and tell me, let me tell you, that was a while ago. Um, but, and you know, they've had a lot of success in league 10, uh, Ontario, and they, they have a really strong soccer community and they have 10? a strong league, league, league one, Ontario. And league I'm, one I'm reading yep, it. To I my realize head. that's like, yeah, sorry. Sorry. Wow. Dino, if you're listening to this, you're probably not. Sorry. Yeah. Um, league three. That, that yes, one's that one. Um, but they have, they have a huge soccer community, a ton of support. Although so does KW, you know, they, they have a lot of grand swell, but, uh, clan can did talk about this in terms of who they sort of have, not necessarily at the ready, but who they've been talking to. So, um, that, that list made me smile. It does. Uh, St. John's, Moncton. Oh, amazing. Oh, Moncton. There's, there's a team I can uh, say, John's. Montreal, Laval. Oh, I love them already. They don't exist. Quebec City. Yeah. Um, of course, the Grand River, which is Grand River Union. Hey, guys. Um, KW, uh, Mississauga, who's got 
really mm. strong fan support, but they also have city support um, from the looks of it as well through city council, um, that sort of thing. But also uh, talking about, they actually said we've had interest from Ottawa from multiple parties, yeah. as in starting another Ottawa team. It's not going to happen. Stop teasing us, but that would be hilarious. Um, and then, yeah, of course, the Regina Saskatoon. I hope they call themselves AFC Ottawa Fury. <laughs> that would be magical. Only if they move Ottawa. Excuse me. Uh, only if they move Ottawa F- Fury uh, down the road and call them the Milton Canada yeah. Dons. Yeah, Fury Dons. Milton, Milton Canada Fury. Milk. Yeah, that's, that's what I want. Yeah. So you would have to hope that this sort of thing will get announced soon because oh, you had, like it, it, the player announcement the player announced, like it needs happen. to move forward yeah. so here's a couple other highlights from Klanikan's, uh, uh speech or conversation that doesn't have to do with Ottawa and uh, an eighth team uh, you know they you know they said they'll launch with seven teams right one more thing they'll launch with seven teams um, but they really really want to have eight teams sure. if they can Um so roster rules they're still working on roster building right now talking about the coaches and the got game open trials um you really you know feel like they have like a really positive thing going on owners are committed to more than 50 percent of the rosters being canadians and starting lineups will also field more than 50 percent canadian players so they're sticking to that and i think that's good um because that is one of the points of this league rule yeah be very interesting in an injury crunch yes well we sort of we talked about this before you know oh the bench is full of oh none of you can play because you're not canadian mm. fuck um so you know like there's so they're they're holding firm to that um when can fans expect to see roster decisions uh start to see players signed in rosters announced as they near the end of the open trials that's the intent so that's into november so not too terribly far away um, when's the last open trial date? Uh, like middle, middle mm. of November, beginning of November. I thought it was mid October. No, there's at least no. There's the Hamilton one. I think is in November. Is it not? Yeah, Vancouver Island. Sorry, November fifth and sixth. Oh, all right yeah. then. So November fifth and sixth is when that ends. So the very beginning of uh, of November. Um, kit manufacturer. Mm. <laughs> So this is I like Mark. French presidents. Can I say that one? Yes, Can I say that? please. Uh, we've spent a considerable amount of time dealing with global kit manufacturers, and they're very close to making announcements on the kit deals. Um, they will say the companies that they're talking to are prepared to develop bespoke uniforms. God damn it. I hate that word so very fucking much. I do too, but um, that with also... unique designs. It's something that hasn't necessarily been done around the globe. So we'll be one of the few that have custom-made kits league-wide. All right, let's see. So does that just mean no templates, or does that mean we're going crazy? I, I, I'm feeling like it's airing to the latter. <laughs> I don't want to see crazy. Well, actually... In, in unique no. is fine. Crazy, no. The J-League had a bunch of bespoke kits, but they also had... That's because nobody knew what the hell a Mizuno kit looked like. Yep. Um, hmm. Yeah, I think actually that would probably be accurate. I mean, as much as anybody in MLS, anybody who's like super, super pro MLS is going to say they're bespoke, they're not. No. Um, a lot of them are. Boring. Don't get me wrong. A lot of them are. Like, I've not seen Toronto's template on anybody else. So that's true. But um, uh, San Jose's white shirt, you saw that at the World Cup. 
just so happens that San Jose wore it first. Also, Tigres has it. Yeah. Go figure. Anyway, so but, uh, we'll see. I, my, the best of my... It all signs point to Macron. I mean, I know. Really, I like, please really let does. it be Macron. Like, please, for Mark and why I. Why do all signs point to Macron? Okay, Cause, here's cause, why. Cause, because why it, are you asking? It, this? If you no, if you're gonna if you're gonna Paul, say if you're listening, bes- bespoke like who Macron, who can do bespoke? Do it. Like I was having a small discussion about this on Twitter, and we came up with Kappa. Uh, we came up with. Oh, is that what you're talking about? I yeah. Saw the tail end of that. Yeah. If, uh, there was a couple other names that came up. I think almost all of them were Italian, but uh, uh, of the biggest ones of the the biggest one of them all is Macron right now. They've got big clubs. They've got a lot of medium clubs, but they've they've got a huge variety of them, and everybody's got a bespoke kit. I mean, the minnows of Europe have some of the best looking teams right now. It's crazy, and that that's the biggest of the bes- you know doing everything bespoke. They're by far and away the largest. So. Uh, why are you not Please. like Bakta? You know who's getting in on the football game? North Face. Uh, what? No. no. See Korea's uniforms. See Korea's training kits, at least, from the Asian games. Really? Okay. Anyway. No, no I'm sorry. Uh, I'm not, last thing no, before not, we move on that. from CPL stuff, because we could that. literally do no. an entire show on this. Um, uh, anything about TV or broadcast deal? So... And it's this 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 is this part of the interview or whatever is so full of, you know, catchphrases and biz mm-hmm. speak and buzzwords. It's it's really annoying actually. But um, we're excited about where we're at in terms of our media strategy going forward. Um, this is this is the one that kills me. Is I just want to like <laughs> uh, having both the Canada Soccer and Canadian Premier League assets as an aggregated opportunity and being able to include and grow properties like the Canadian Championship creates a fantastic opportunity for global and domestic media companies. Like, basically, you have nothing, so just please stop talking. Just say we don't have anything yet. Um, They have nobody domestic, but they're internationals. So over an eight-year cycle leading up... CTV doesn't want it, but Satanta does. Exactly. Satanta still a thing? (laughs) Is, is that that's being right? It's being sure. Al Jazeera Sports needs a Canadian um, property. We, and, yeah. So over an eight-year cycle leading up to the 2026 FIFA World Cup, there are more than 2,000 live matches available, which is a huge amount of quality live content with both international and domestic appeal. Basically, they're saying, you know, we've got you know, come to us with your deals because look what we're offering you. Um, they're in the some sort of important but confidential. <laughs> yes. So we'll see. FX Wanderers play <laughs> FC Balour. Um, yeah. So uh, the Ottawa Fury stuff is going to continue to rage on. Saying uh, for a second about the uh, when they said they were looking at web things. Yeah. It frightened me a bit to think that they may go to a pay web service like a Dajan, Dazen, whatever you want to call them. Dajan. Dajan. Yeah, didn't we say Dajan last week? I don't Dajan. know, but that sounds even. It's Dajan. That's, anyway. Dajan. Dajan. Um, Dajan. I that would. I would think that would be a folly. If they did that. What if it was partnered with Dazen? I think they need more eyes on this league going forward than people who are already just into hardcore into the sport, which I think is mostly your Dajan audience. Well, no, because I'd da- like to, Dajan uh, also... I think they need to find a way, whether it's giving it for free for a while, 
I, I think they need to find a way of oh, no, I a think lot so. of eyes I, I don't, on this I, for I think free CBC and, should and be with, picking this yeah, up. Yeah, so do I. So do I. Even if it's a even if it starts MLS style game of the week, yeah. one game just to, or like even Soccer if it's Night online, even didn't if they, it's online only. Didn't they squat on that like about a year and a half ago? CBC. If they Something can play like horses jumping over fences, they can play yeah. a little fucking Pacific FC versus. Remember when TFC Halifax was on Wonders. CBC? It was awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was great. I watched it while I was in Spain. Nigel Reed needs something to do. You're unbelievable. All right, next up on the show, still with some CanCon, the Canadian men's national team. Woo! So that was fun. Uh, if you had a chance to watch the game on Sunday uh, and you weren't at work or Whoa. at a vegetarian food fest or Whoa. doing something else, um, it was nice to get to tromp on a minnow instead of the other way around oh, for once. Oh. Uh, Canadians scored early when uh, Oso headed in a nice goal only six minutes into the game and they'd raced to a 4-0 lead in the first half and then cruised to an 8-0 final score by the end. Lucas Cavallini, Jonathan David, welcome aboard, Jonathan David, and Kyle Laren all had braces by the end of this one. Oh, their teeth are uh, look Exactly. Great. They're going to get them off in yeah. uh, 12 to 18 months. because they're so young. And uh, yeah, they're all God, teenagers. My, my and then uh, Oso months. and Junior Hoylet with the other two goals. So very, very nice. Although I, I did see a couple jokers on Twitter hoping that the Virgin Islands had scored one just for some symmetry. <clears throat> we don't need that kind of symmetry. <laughs> Leave it be. Um, if I've said it once, I've said it a million times. Of all the virgins, U.S. ones are the easiest. He, he has. He has. He said it. Yeah, least, a lot. He does. At yeah. least two or three times a year. At least, yeah. yeah. Um, so Osorio, very nice to see him continue to uh, to perform well. And he actually could have had uh, at least yes. uh, a couple other goals in this game um, from the highlights that I saw. But, um, he was deflowering their defense. <laughs> Jonathan David, youngest player to score for Canada, um, one of the three teenagers that started. It's my first time. <laughs> that started. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to contribute because I can't come up with them fast enough. So I will try, but I think this is all you. <laughs> um, you know, one of the three teenagers that started this match. And I'm a man. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Um, but no, like very good. A lot of people are very, very uh, psyched about this kid and to see him have a, a really strong performance and uh, his second goal, uh, watch the highlights. It's a beautiful thing. He's, 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 the kid's got some skills. Um, so having this great first match, because the, the, the Nations League is, it's been kind of crazy in terms of the score lines and, and how the groups are working out and really big teams that are already sort of in trouble because their goal differential isn't enough. Like someone's got a 13 goal differential. Yeah. Um, For like their insane match. Right. So. Sorry. Football. Powerhouse. Cuba. There we go. (laughs) You know, like 13 goals. Um, But having this great, strong performance, having some of the younger players integrated in, uh, they played a three, five, two, um, fairly attractive uh, style, looked, you know, very strong again against a weaker side, but this is Canada, so let's just take what we can. I'll be honest with you, when I saw the initials at first, I thought, why are we playing the U.S. fourth team? 
Kissing Is that allowed? Um, Thank you. And then I thought, how are we get? How are we down eight nothing to the fourth American side? Because why would Canada ever score eight in a game? And now I know why. Who's Barry Altador? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mitch Bradley. What? TFC five. <laughs> So um, with the match against Dominica coming up next month, does this Did you say Dominica go- or Dominica? Dominica. 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 Yeah. yeah. Uh, reference uh, Dream Warriors Ludi. Okay. Yeah. Which is always is there a good anything thing to the reference. Dream Warriors haven't fixed on this show. It's so much. I keep washing my face in sinks all the fucking time now. <laughs> I don't even do it in the shower. Those guys were genius. Changed your life, didn't it? Absolutely. I know, right? Day in and day out. Yeah. Yeah. Same old I thing. Know. It's amazing. What's your definition? Um, oh. So does this bode well for Canada's match next month? Doesn't bode badly. <laughs> a little confidence. I, I don't know how it a nice, bodes. Sure. Hey, we can score goals. We can score goals against part-timers. Hey, you know what? Part of getting out of CONCACAF is taking care of business, which they always haven't always been able to right. do, is beating those teams you're meant to beat. So maybe instilling... A bit of ruthlessness against teams you're really supposed to pound on. That's a good thing. Developing it, some kind of killer instinct, yeah. Sure. Does it mean necessarily... Well, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be able to roll like that all the time. But, you know. But the, And this league is still trying to figure out like where teams are going to rise and fall. And, yeah. And I mean, if we're still having this conversation two years from now... Where it's like we're still thumping teams. Like, did they put us that far below? Like, I mm. mean, right? Like, that's a concern. So, but hopefully, with this system, the idea is that it, you know a, a certain degree of normalization takes place, where we're sitting in the B pool or the A pool, whatever. Like, I'm, I figure we're a yo-yo team, mm. which is I'm okay with. That's that's them. I love international pro rel. I know, I know. Why has this not happened before? I blame. We South told Amer- you so. Says volleyball. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> World League's awesome. So, uh, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm. Does this bode well for Canada? No. The question is, does this bode well for Dominica? And it's hard no, hard fucking no. Well, and and you know what? For this, for the opening round at least for for Canada in in uh, in the Nations League qualifying, they get a lot of they get all pretty much they get all minnows it's delightful um they get to play you know dominica is the next home game and then the next away game is in uh in november against uh st kitts and nevis remember two teams mm. two teams i know Not um fair. and I then know. back home i wanted belize so we can see those you got that right guys oh, love those guys what they the match they played the other night everyone was like listening is that them <laughs> no why isn't it them <laughs> you know? i don't know how that uh that, how do they not have jobs for life? How do they not? How does that jingle not an actual chant up here? Like honestly, right. I would, I would have like just find like it's too bad Flo Benny's didn't work Benny's, out because Benny's Benny's your number, number one, one manager. You got that right. <laughs> would have we missed that? We totally missed that, and we screw that up. But we'll, we'll get it. We'll get the, we'll, we'll, we'll figure get, it out. We'll, we'll, it'll come back around. Um, it's part of Canadian soccer lore now, and it's um, a good one. It is a very good one now, as compared to. Honduras, which is a curse word now. So, anyway. Um, and then their last match is back, uh, I don't know if it's at BMO, I'm not sure, actually, uh, in March against French Guiana. So, another powerhouse. Yeah. Mm. Like, so this should if, be... If, if, I had, if I had 
you know, gun to head, which Guiana do you want? I would choose the French one. Rather than the regular flavor? Yeah. yeah. It's just not. The French one is just so much more continental. Yeah, it's fancy. Ooh la la. Indeed. So fancy. Uh, really quickly, uh, so Nations League, some really fun games so far. Um, you do have to sign up on the CONCACAF website to watch it, but it's free. They don't ask you for any information. You True. email and you make up a password. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. Is the easiest login for anything I've ever done. The quality has been good. Yeah, I was um, very surprised. So, if are you watching? And are you not watching because of this, um, Tony? Because I can tell you're not watching. <laughs> I will. Because you hate no. signing up for things. I, know. I don't. Yeah, it pisses me off. Yeah, sign it's Tony a really up at easy one though. <laughs> Just do it. Tony Walsh Just spam account at gmail dot. You know, and that No, that's any way you want it, that's the way you need it, any way you want it. Fan of Rise Against, they yeah. crushed the shit out of that. Yeah, that's a fun one. All right, next up on the show, MLS time. What? I know there's not really much in the way of MLS news because club boring. You know, it was an international break last week, and there wasn't much in the way of goings on. There were a few games um, in MLS this past weekend, foolish mortals, uh, that really didn't do much. DCU didn't take advantage of the pizza rats they didn't lose ground they you know they got a point so a point is better than loss of points uh the au guys officially clinched a playoff spot sorry shocking uh the western conference this is why the hartford whalers went out of business yeah because of shit like this (laughs) sorry i should pause more at the beginning no i just i completely forget to do it until you start like by the second or third note it's like yeah what the fucking song out. Um, so yeah, not much has changed in the in the Eastern Conference race. Uh, Philadelphia and Montreal are still above the line, and everyone else still scrambling for those last spots. Uh, Western Conference still a free for all. Is that what being in limbo means when you're under the line? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. yeah, yeah. Thank you. It is. Um, both the Sporks and the Timbers won, and that. that put Portland back above the red line. Mm. So we helped them. How do you feel now, TFC fans? Good job. Yeah, way to go. Um, Malazed. Pretty much, yes. Uh, so yeah, there's still, but still nothing has been confirmed in the Western Conference because there's still the option of pretty much every team, except for San Jose, because they suck, because no one loses to San Jose. Um, Some teams draw with them. Yeah, that's true. I... Still able to get a spot in the playoffs. It's kind of crazy and uh, kind of fun watching what happens with those games. So there's like 15 games this weekend as everyone comes back. Uh, And looking at the tables, there's only... I don't think there's anything where there's three games in hand. There's a few two games in hand situations, but the number of games played is getting pretty close. So teams are going to have to put up and shut up. 
Uh, put up and shut up. That's right. Wow. That's uh, wow. I wow. know. That's I know. all of it. They yeah. have to That's do it silently. Confidence. Stoically. That that pile there, you put that up, but you shut up with that one. Exactly. Yeah. At the same time. Done. Um, so, yeah. So, not much to talk about in the way of playoffs or anything, because really nothing has been determined. Um, but uh, the big news. The big news. Uh, Pun. <laughs> was the surprise announcement from Siggy Schmidt that he was stepping down as coach of the LA Galaxy. With only six games left in the season. Burr. Uh, while many thought... That's like something you do in a video game, like when you're managing a team and you're just bored. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll step like, away. Yeah, I'll resign and see if I get another job. Um, yeah. So while many thought he'd be gone after the season was over, Kidderminster's always looking considering for how the Galaxy have struggled, um, this is it's kind of shocking. Um... So before we get to the question of whether or not he stepped down voluntarily or pushed, uh, let's hear from Ziggy himself. Uh, Ziggy, do you want to like weigh in on uh, your thought process here? I've heard that catchphrase before, haven't I? Maybe. Weird. Oh, yeah. This one's going to be emotional. Is that what emotional eating is? Mm-hmm. Okay. I hope we put out enough. No. There's only four points. Hey, listen, everybody. Sorry. I've coached at various levels of a sandwich or soccer in the United States for 35 flavors uh, years. Mm. <clears throat> I've dedicated myself to furthering the sport in our country. It's been a real smorgasbord, everybody. Heimlich is when you put your thumb in, right? And you hold it with the other one. Yeah. And then, okay. Yeah. Just habanero. Mm. After careful consideration, ah, consideration, uh, I decided. No. No. No, not yet. He's not, not turning choking. blue That's yet. Not okay. I decided to step away from the table. Uh, coaching. It's okay. time. Uh, I'd like to remain in the game. Mm. I don't got hair in there. That's not surprising. Uh, uh, it was six games remaining. Club fights for a playoff spot. I understand the time is unfortunate. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I'm sicky. Still those same. It's unfortunate. It's like when a massive duke starts in the middle of sex. However, oh, listen to me. However, I believe this group can come together and fight for spot this season. Like me at a buffet. That's two, that's two plates. He's, he's, he's on his third. I know, I know, I know. Under Dom's guidance. Those are Dom's guidance. Okay, that one was fair. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> <clears throat> I'm grateful that I like galaxy okay. uh, as well as sausages for being such a significant part of my life and uh, my career. I want to thank Mr. Rain Shoots, Mr. Rain Shits, uh, the fans, In and Out Burger, my players, Cheesecake Factory. Both are sponsors. They are both sponsors. Yeah, it's true. And 
the club, I guess, for their support during my time here. Peace out! Club, I guess. The club, I guess. <laughs> you know, that's that's the Siggy we, we love, you know, to the point. Uh, you know, emotional is always, you know, not afraid to tell it like it is. Um, not afraid to hog the entire buffet. Um, those were my favorite plates, and uh, now they're gone. Yeah, I was going to say the plates are physically gone. Yeah, yeah, Ooh. yeah. They were just, no. Yeah, no, 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 no. no. Okay. There were plates. Ziggy, not the curtains. I think it's just a napkin. We're fine. You're fine. <laughs> okay, phew. Okay, good. All right, so given the, the sort of, it is truly random timing and, uh, Again, more 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 whispers that he was pushed out of this position as opposed to voluntarily stepped down. Mm. Which do you think is more likely? Mm. I I I kind of feel like he voluntarily stepped down. Well, because that was my thought too. Because like Ziggy does never seem like it's not a pushover in any way or pushable. That as well. Mm, well, that's truth. sort of what I was thinking. Um, but you know, he sort of has. I always feel like he just like decides what he wants to do and he does it. But I, you know, you have to wonder. You know, he's getting up there. He's still not physically in great shape. Um, are there health issues we don't know about? You know, like there's a lot of things I think. Gee, you think <laughs> all the like, ar- all the ar- arteries are clogged. Like something lodged. Yes. Like a complaint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, the timeliness, like. I don't know. Like you never know what's going on behind closed doors. With, of course with not. Those, those conversations, and you know, maybe he's been on the outs for a while. But I mean, at the same time, too, um, he's he's three points out. That's nothing. It's not like it's especially nine. in the Western Conference. It's not like it's nine points. Yeah, like, or anything like that's that. That's fucking impossible. But yeah, like he's like I'm looking at the standings here, and he's six. He's six points out of fourth. Like it's that's not yeah, impossible. but they are on a six-game winless streak. Like they've not played well this I, last month. He, he probably and more. I wouldn't be surprised if if there was like pressure and he was probably going to get canned. But at the yeah. the interest of saving the season, he like I'll step down and this guy is going to take over and all right. Yeah. So and, like, and stepping down for future purposes looks better than getting sacked the yeah, day true. after they get eliminated yeah. by the in the playoffs. Yeah. Alright, so can Dom Kinnear turn them around? Well sure they can get that new manager bump. Yeah. Because like, well, it's so clogged in the West, they could all they need is a uh, a mini streak, streak, yeah. streak yeah. and be stable and you know Yeah. And Kinnear is he's like he's a very good coach, right? Like he's, yeah, he's got tons of experience. So there's no sort of well, why do we have to listen to this guy? Well, you should listen to this guy. Do you know what he's done? You know, like yeah. he's he's right up there with, you know, some of the winningest coaches and the most experienced coaches in MLS. Mm-hmm. All right. One last thing in MLS before we run away from that. And that's the Philadelphia Union. What they do so, now. In news that no one needed, the Union announced that they have a mascot. Go on. Mascot's name is Fang. Naturally. With spelled P-H. Ah, for the balance. Got yes. Yeah. Um, why it's a snake. Uh-huh. Of course. With, with arms and legs. Salamander. 
It looks I apparently it's a snake. No, apparently Salamander. no. It has something to do with uh, the badge. The 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 the, the how the the, the, it, the don't tread on me snake thing. Yeah. I was do I do I want to find the thing where they try to explain no. it? No, no. There's no need for. If you have an infographic for your fucking mascot, you quit. Just quit. If if you want an explanation, just turn to chapter two in the big book of fucking American Sacker mascots. <laughs> Apparently it's a very special snake and it started out as a normal snake, but through some crazy set of circumstances, it was reborn and now has arms and legs. Oh, great. It's undead. Exactly. And has a mohawk. Great. And its name is Fang. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, magical. You know, I, I, I'm I'm not going to lie to you. I went and looked at the video that, that the, uh, (laughs) the video video from the, from the, (laughs) from the zoo. Okay. So check this (laughs) now. Now, I'm sure you guys and and I'll assume about 95% of our listeners, um, mascots are lame. They probably agree with that. And there are exceptions to this rule, but for the most part, they're lame. This costume is almost completely lame. I say almost. But I don't know if you caught this in the video. If anybody who's checked out this video, it comes with an extending and retractable forked tongue. This is awesome who because who is that? controlling the fucking tongue? He's got two hands. It's not like he's got a... Like, if he's got a button, where the hell is the button? Somebody's controlling the tongue that there, comes in and out. There's two guys in him. Maybe. But that is fucking amazing. And just because the tongue is retractable, that's the only thing that saves this thing from being horrible. It's on the cusp of being the exception, but still bad. Sammy the Stag had a 12-inch penis. I've heard... And the Fulham Badger, he I mean that guy's that, I met him once. He's up Mansfield. Yes. Oh. It's up a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's why he has those crazy eyes. Yeah. Yeah, well that's uh not for, just, for those of you who didn't subscribe to the video podcast, go Wikipedia yourself some Sammy the Stag, Mansfield. Oh god. Anybody would want to like access these playlists? Ooh, that's a good question. Now that's what I call VMP. Like okay. on Spotify. <gasps> yeah. Like we oh, have to do it on Spotify. Like oh my. Oh, so all these playlists listeners are on, are on Spotify. If anybody actually is interested in this, the shit that I pick, send me a message. I'll post the link somewhere. Send Does us you a like message. Listening yeah. to the Vogue Minority podcast, but without the talking. Yeah. Like just I'll, I'll have that's a dream right I'll there. Share it, but like I just because now I do everything on Spotify because we do this in one take. I so hope there's one listener who's like, I hate that show, but I tune in for the music every week. Yeah, <laughs> I just want to see what they use as the transition piece. Those next. assholes are so annoying, but the bumpers are fantastic. You know, somebody gave up, though, right? <laughs> like they like like I have to get out. I have to get out. This is. Two and a half hours about Toronto FC is too fucking long for two minutes of music. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> Somebody committed and then just, it just bro- we broke up. them. We broke them in all the worst ways. All right. Well, speaking of TFC, we're going to have a very mini TFC talk before we look ahead to this weekend's match. So we were talking a lot about the CPL today and we we're talking about the CPL tryouts. 
So with the open tryouts on the horizon, um, big article Armin uh, produced about how many people have signed up so far, well over a thousand, and and how many countries, like there's people come from Australia, India, oh, all, all over South North Korea. America, yeah, all over Europe. East Korea? No. Uh, stupid league. No, the lesser ones. Mm. Well, they're the best. They don't need to leave. No. Yeah. Um, East Korean leagues East the best. Korean And then, mm. you know, players that already have, uh, you know, there's a player as young as 17. There's a player as old as 42 that's registered. I love registered. that guy. He's my favorite. Already, yes. Yeah. Big up Rick Titus. Um, as well as, you know, players that have, you know, previous professional experience. So, mm. do you think any ex-Reds will sign up for the Open Tryouts? And which one do you want? Nicholas Lindsay. That's good. <laughs> That's good. Too soon? Nah. Never too soon. Um, Nick Sulzma. If he does yeah, it, I'll yeah. be shocked. Sulzma. I'd be, I'll, uh, you know, I'm pro Sulzma. Yeah. You know I'm pro Suzuma. Um He's got Pacific FC right now. Right, oh, yeah. he's right, he's right there. He lives he just has to take on the seawall. Exactly. Yeah. Like he, he does live homeless. on that seawall. Gianluca Zavarese. Ooh. Pulling them deep. Um, yes, who? Fuck, I don't know. One of our eight goalkeepers from season one. Oh, yeah. Well, Kenny's coming near the end of a career. I wouldn't. Huh? Yeah. You know, one yeah. more day in the sun show, why not? I'd, I'd fucking take him. He's... He's excellent. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Do, do, does uh, is, do you think Sergeant Stakanovich is still a goalie somewhere? Maybe. No, no maybe yeah, killing yeah, his no. last name. No, What's Andrea Lombardo doing right now? He's a real estate guy. I know. All the real estate guys are coming. All back. the real estate guys are coming back. Yeah, is, is, um, Adrian can. Is is is, is, is cool? Is he still a thing? He's doing that indoor thing with Dero. Oh yeah, those guys are signing for sure. Dero signing. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah, he is. The forthcoming of Dero. Oh my a, god, please let Dero uh, sign. Please let Rivas come back. Yes, that would be funnier. I would guys who had like a, a cup of coffee with the Canadian clubs. Yeah, coming back would oh. be even funnier than Canadian guys. Oh yeah, I am full fully support of this. Yeah. All Gambians. Those, all those Gambians. Yeah. <laughs> Get your basements ready. Both both the uh, who were the, both the Sanyangs? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, I, who were the two guys with the same name? Was it Sanyang? Was it? Wasn't it? No, Amadou Sanyang. Amadou Sanyang and then... The Gambians, but there was two guys with the... Yes, I know what you're talking about. Oh, I do know who you're talking about. Why can't we remember their name? I don't know. Mm. We'll yeah. remember after we're done recording. Okay, so whoever signs D-Road to like a 10-day contract becomes my second favorite team. Yeah. And if it's and if, if and if it's Hamilton, God, I hear damn. I, I hear Teal Bunbury's interest in Hamilton. You can throw something at him. <laughs> the Ooh. carrots are gone. Also, also his dad's probably going to be the coach. That doesn't. Oh, that me. always works. Yeah. Is he really? Yeah, quite possible. Uh, it's not. It's not. Oh yeah, Mark, tell us no, more. I have, I have nothing on that. The only he's lying. No, it's it's Mike. It's. First of all, it's a delightful conspiracy for me because legend. Second of all, he's appeared in so many of those videos with you see all the coaches in the back and he's standing in the front wearing like the jacket with the initials and the and the league badge like and looking menacing. Why is he the only non-coach in the shot of coaches? That's all I've got. Mm. But uh also I don't know if is any other teams lacking a coach at this point? I think everyone's got I Does think Edmonton have one in place, like from their former club? I want to say they do. Yeah, I can't remember who it is, though. So, Calgary. yeah. So Calgary? Like, does Calgary have one? Yes. Yes. Valour does. I know that. Yeah. 
Pacific right. does. Yeah, it's a very plush decision. Yeah. God knows York does. <laughs> For life. Great coffee, though. Didn't look far. Anyway. All right. Um, one other thing. Jason Hernandez. Uh... 35-year-old yeah, like sure, veteran of 14 MLS seasons. Future Cavalry FC captain. Yes, exactly. Hernandez. Has now officially played 300 games in MLS. Uh, holy shit. I know. So well done, sir. Longevity counts for something. Considering he's only played like a dozen in the last couple of years. That's he was he amazing. was a mainstay. He was one that of those quiet tank. players that no one really pays attention to, right? Well, his, his entire, like, looking at all the teams he's played for, he was... Starter for it, pretty much all of them. Yeah, but I mean, he was a starter, but he, I don't know how many f- complete, se- like 30 plus seasons, 30, 30 plus game seasons he had. Well, enough because 300 no, no, games. No, I get it, but also over 14 seasons, that also includes substitutions. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's incredible. I know. So, well done, sir. And and welcome back and thank you for what. Thank you for just this being year. by the phone when Bez called. Yeah. Like, that's really yeah. what it is. Have a good retirement. Hint, CPL's not a retirement league. Somebody was talking about FIFA 2002 or something like that, and I believe this is the theme song from it. And it's the only version that had a foot solid. I love that one. I know. I know. Why have they never brought that back? I, I, I used to take... The Maldives, because they were literally the worst team in the entire roster, and I, I had, I had Brazil, I was beating Brazil by one, and because you have to tackle to survive, um, I got basically once you have two guys sent off in futsal, you forfeit. I was thirty seconds away, thirty-eight seconds away from beating Brazil on the hardest setting with the shittiest team, so. Uh, Somebody was talking about it on Twitter. It's like, oh yeah, that Robbie Williams song, the only one I would honestly, openly admit I like. So I put it on flashbacks. All right, and finally on our show this week, it's the LA Zlatan's preview. Ugh. It's Zlatan week. Did he put an ad in the paper? I haven't yet? seen it yet, Full but page? we'll have to ask Duncan. Duncan's the one that reads the physical papers. So. Oh, savage. He's not here, so. What's it like um, to live under a rock? So the Ziggyless Galaxy are in Toronto this weekend and hoping that the bold move of changing coaches with only six games left in the season will change their fortunes New and manager bump. vault them back Ooh. into the playoff position. Um, winless in six. Uh, not even the toss-up that is the Western Conference may be enough for them to get it back up over the line. However, they are playing Toronto, so that could help. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's one of those games where... Both teams are scrambling. Um, TFC, even though the Galaxy have had more poor recent form, TFC have had a far worse season and have a lot more ground to make up. So, you know, this should be a well-played game. No one should be taking anybody lightly because they're both desperate. Um, So we'll at least we'll have that. Uh, But it's also going to be one of those annoying... um, Everyone is there to see Zlatan as opposed to seeing your team games. Uh, you will not have the Volca minority at this match, folks, uh, for various reasons. Sold my ticket. Uh, Sold my ticket. Some of it is selling tickets. Uh, we're going to be a little bit mercenary. Some of it has to do with Yahtzee. Um, oh, yeah. The union, still... not the game. Yes. 
I don't so see anybody little, rolling dice around here. And if we can, you know, there's uh, there's so there's a little bit of everything going on with the four of us. Uh, so uh, the penthouse and it, uh, uh, our, our 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 viewing suite at BMO Field in 117 is free. Um, I mean, you still got to pay to go. But. You do, but uh, you know, if you want, let us know. I sell them for for seventy bucks a piece. Uh, yeah, take them. That's crazy. I can watch that ponytail from home. That's fine. I assume he puts it. He still puts it in a ponytail. Yeah. Hmm? He still puts it in a ponytail. As far as I know. Good. Duncan. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, is there other players with ponytails? Anyway. Um, so yeah, this is. You know what? Toronto's got whatever seven games left. Really, they have to win them all. So every game is a must-win, and uh, the team is. Are we still saying that? They are. I'm not. <laughs> All right. Um, the team is mostly healthy, apparently. Uh, Chris Mavinga is still not back. Rumors that Arrow might be well enough to go this weekend, and who knows what's happening God, with he'll Victor be Vasquez. The next game, so. so, player to watch, uh, other than Zlatan, or if it's Zlatan, then that's fair, too, because uh, 16 goals is nothing to sneeze at. He's <clears> been <throat> himself. Uh, his team's been shit, but he's done fairly well. I had to go with that uh, that Scandinavian guy, the big star on LA. What's his name again? Uh, the Norwegian defender Jorgen Skjelvik. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's that's totally who I was I, thinking of. You know what? I I I was also going for the, I was going for the other Scandinavian, but you know, a forward. I was going for Kamara. Ah. Hello, Kamara. Yeah. Yeah. Because ah. he's Norwegian. That's right. Totally. Yeah. 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 So, is there others? No, I went for that lettuce guy, um, Romaine. Romaine. Oh. Doug Fjord. Ice, iceberg? No. No. S- Swiss chard, Allison Dream. Allison Dream, that's it. Yes, that guy. Um, he's been Fucking on a bit Swiss of a. Chard. He hasn't been as good recently, but he. Swiss chard's never good. He can no. turn it on very quickly. It's like poison bok choy. It is. It is. It's fucking terrible. What, Romaine? What? No. Swiss chard. Ooh. Swiss chard. Swiss chard's wonderful. No. It's not. It totally is. It totally isn't. Excuse me, vegetable lover across the table. It tastes like anisette. What? Swiss chard doesn't taste like anise. It does to me. What kind of Swiss chard are you eating? It sucks. Anyway, it sucks. Anyway. All right. They're, they're both wrong. So, um, Vanny Tactics. So, they've had two weeks off. Can't go vegetables in Switzerland chocolate they had uh, a couple players you know off with national teams uh, no one like seems to have been hurt Jonathan Osorio had obviously a, a very good uh, camp uh, Delgado and Bono I guess were fine for the Americans I have no idea I paid zero attention <laughs> why would I care um, so for Vanny Tactics then you've got all your players back everyone's in good shape except for Chris Mavinga um Victor Vasquez. So my my only request is don't put Vasquez or Oro out there if they're not a hundred percent. Why? Dare to dream. Mm. Because no, no. Why would you? Exactly. Yeah. But will they keep doing it? Yeah. So they they think they need all these wins, but because they gotta win every game. Yeah, but just don't for the run. Mm. Otherwise, put all of your healthy players out, the truly healthy ones. Yeah, yeah, I support that. I uh, I've said it multiple times about the injuries. And it seems like the urgency to get back at this point, just give them another game off. If they've, if only for, if only to break whatever seemingly curse this team has, where you get hurt, you're gone for two to three games, 
Yeah, I think I'm ready. No, just let's just give him one more. It's almost time to bust out the late season cliche of they're playing for their contracts next year. Yeah. Well, that's why Seba starts. I mean, and Josie. And Josie. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Barry's cousin. Yeah. I, I know he, he does. USA I know, four. I know. It's crazy, but they still keep giving him minutes. It's really weird. Um, this is Latan effect, mm. uh, which Ugh. a terrible it. movie. Meatballs everywhere. Oh, okay. This Latan effect. Have you ever seen the movie Trigger Effect? Don't, don't ever fucking see it. I saw it in the theater. It just ended abruptly. Like, what the fuck? I've never even heard of this movie. Oh, it, like it was uh, Elizabeth Shue. Was it Dermot Mulroney and I forget who the other guy was? Uh, Kyle McLaughlin? Yeah. Oh. Power goes out in Detroit. They don't know why. Panic ensues. All of a sudden, the power comes on. End of great. End of the movie. Roll credits. Didn't explain it. I was so fucking mad. <laughs> really? Yeah. Thankfully, I was working at a movie theater at that time. Got free passes. Nothing else on. I wonder if that's on Netflix. I'm glad you all got to this part of the episode to hear this. I'm sorry. All right. Don't watch that fucking film. Finally get to talk about Elizabeth Shue. Oh, five years. Yes. Adventures in babysitting. Yes. Um, all right. So because for matches like this uh, back when. Remember Andrew Shue? Yeah, I do. <laughs> soccer, yes. Former LA Galaxy soccer player, mm-hmm. in fact. Um, so. For matches like this, when uh, everyone comes to see the big star, uh, as opposed to seeing their club, and we we sell our tickets and don't go for various reasons, what percentage of non-TFC kits will be spotted in the crowd at Saturday's match? 71%. And of that, it breaks down 15% Menu, 15% PSG, 5 Barca, 32 Milan, 32 Inter Milan, and 1% of a weirdo in a Malmo kit. No Galatasaray? Come on, there's got to be one hipster in a Galatasaray kit. No, Galatasaray's not a hipster team. Uh, that's that's a bit much, Tony. Um, also, you're wrong. Uh, it's 15%, and it breaks down as such. 3% Juve, 1% Inter, 2% Milan, 4% Barca, 4% PSG, 1% uh, Manchester United, and exactly two people wearing Ajax. Wow, you guys exactly two people. Way more in depth on and this one than, is, than, than I, I did. I'm pretty sure one of those sits in our section. I don't know the guy, but I've seen him wearing an ice kit. The hipster's wearing the Malmo, by the way. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. I was just gonna say like plain ass Puma looking motherfuckers. <laughs> anyway, it's minimalist. I figured sixty three percent like five percent in man U kits and then like an even breakdown between the others except for Malmo, which I'll take it with two guys. The funny part is, is that I would probably wear a Man United kit and forget that part. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, shit. God damn it, I should have worn the something else. I should have just wore a sweater. <laughs> All right. Predictions for this game, gentlemen. 2-0. 4. Galaxy. Okay. 1-0 Toronto. Somehow. I don't know. Somehow. 2-2, two, two, so that both teams still have the tiniest, faintest win every thread of hope. <clears throat> that makes the most sense. I know. I'll give you that. <laughs> All right. That, uh, well, that's been our show this week. Holy um, shit. Heavy on the CPL, but that's good because, you know, by this time next year, it will be a CPL I just, podcast. I just want to let you guys know, like, right now we're at, like, a, a hour 14. Do you guys want to just, like, freestyle over something stupid for, <laughs> for like, 45 minutes? Like, <laughs> I, yes, feel, totally. I feel like I feel like 
Can you put like, up like videos of Fang being announced? Oh, and we'll, like, can I? We'll just pull, stay tuned for the play-by-play of Fang <laughs> being released, being unveiled for uh, everybody. Look It'll at be that. worth it. Tongue. Yeah. Who's controlling that shit? Anyway. All right, well, that has been our show for this week. Uh, Join us next week when we look back at, well, who knows what's going to happen this weekend. Um, We'll also be recording next Wednesday. I know there's apparently something going on. Isn't there a thing? There's a thing, but we've chosen the better path of doing something else. But it's a trophy. And tickets are still available at member prices. But we could do the double. Uh, we'll also be looking ahead to uh, oh, next scar- weekend's match for <laughs> TFC. Uh, see what else. Uh, check in on the women in uh, Champions League. And uh, sorry, I mean, CONCACAF qualifying, but also we could talk about Champions League. Eh. And uh, who knows what else is going to happen? Something CPL related is sure to happen. I've been joined by gentlemen across the table at Malarkey FC, Mr. Tony Walsh. Uh, something about Julian B. Guzman. Uh, next to me, as always, at Kitter Mark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. Katana. Oh, I screwed it up. Kanata <laughs> Katanas, which was a thread, the brilliant thread. Why can't that be a thing? That was a brilliant thread. That can't, why that can't be a thing? Hat tip. Oh, God, I wish I could remember who put it. You know who you are. You're a genius. Thank you. Uh, as for me. I lolled for a long time. You could find me on the internet, yes, the entire internet at KZ Knowles. I've been your host, Kristen Knowles. And until next week, Toronto, get used to it. did the union waste this whole PH thing on a stupid mascot? They signed for fuck's sakes Freddie Adu. They should have just made him P-H-R-E-D-D-I-E. I would have I would have wanted that. And Fadu too, why not? Oh yeah, do the whole fucking team while we're at it. Sammy the stag. Those ain't antlers. <laughs> oh, that must be a pretty wild forest. I don't know why that what that even fucking means. Wildlife is what I meant to say. I meant to say wildlife, not wild forests. That's an outtake of an outtake. I know. It's I mean. <laughs> no, no, I'm just gonna stop it now.